welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. episode that you're probably going to want to listen to a few times because I'm throwing in a ton of little gold nuggets, hence the title, your 24 karat gold self-worth, and some truth bombs. This is an episode you'll want to share with any friend, sister, mother, brother, anybody in your life who struggles with their sense of self-worth or their sense of value. The goal, my goal with this episode is to help you transform your own identity, your own self-esteem, and turn your self-worth to gold. So we're going to talk about self-worth today. We're going to define it. We're going to talk about why it's important and how to make it your own personal gold mine. So let's dive right in. First, we need to define what self-worth is. So of course, when I wanted the definition, I went to the Googles and just typed it in. And it was just as I thought it was. The definition of self-worth is just your opinion of yourself. And your opinion of you is just your thinking about you. It's those phrases and sentences in your mind that you tell yourself repeatedly every day. It's your self-story. And much of this story is probably living in your subconscious because we develop our self-story, our belief about ourself based on our experiences and our history in our life from the age of zero to 23. And for most of us, we don't check back in on that story that we developed during that period of our time. And we just live with that story for the rest of our lives. But here's what I want to tell you. If it is left unchecked, if you don't question it or consider rewriting that story, it's going to stay this way for the rest of your life. So the first thing you need to do is decide what is that title of the story that you've created about yourself? Do you like that title or do you want to change the title? Today, I want you to check in on that story. What are your primary thoughts about you? What is your identity? Here are a few of examples of things that I coach people on all the time. This comes up for almost all of us, at least those of us who are in the entrepreneurial world, because sometimes I think becoming an entrepreneur is really like the best self-development program you could ever invest in because all your stuff rises to the surface in the drama and the roller coaster of building a business. So here are some examples of very common thoughts that my clients, who I don't think are isolated in this, come up with. I'm not good enough. I'm not as good a mom as my friend down the street. I'm not a good mom, period. I'm a failure. I don't do what I say I'm going to do. I'm damaged. 
I'm not as valuable as dot, dot, dot. I just don't get a lot done. I'm messy. I let myself and others down. I'm not good with money. So notice if any of those resonate with you. This is not just a self story. It's really some of the identities that some of my clients, and I've had some of these as well, have just believed to be true about themselves. But here is the most important part. You get to decide what you think about you every single day, every hour of every day, every minute of every hour. You get to decide what is the story that you're writing about yourself or that you're living in. You get to decide what you want to think about yourself, what your identity is. So if you don't have 24 karat gold thoughts about yourself right now, I want you to know that it's okay because as a human, your superpower is your deciding ability. So you get to decide whether or not you want to keep that story or if you want to think something else and rewrite your story. Here are some things that you might strive for. Maybe these are the new titles you want to write about your self story. I'm valuable. I'm important. I'm the exact mom my kids were supposed to have. Here's one I love. I'm a badass. I literally say that to myself every single day. And I want you to know that I didn't used to think this about myself. This is an identity that I grabbed onto after, as I was going through master coach training, my master coach instructor, Bev, told me in our closeout session, our closeout coaching session that I'm a badass and that she didn't tell everyone that. She looked at what I was doing in my life and she told me that I was a badass and I believed her. And because I believed her, I now have adopted this identity of myself that hell yeah, I'm a badass. And I own that a hundred percent. Here's another one. I'm an entrepreneur with impact. I am amazing. I love my husband to the moon. And he tells me this almost every single day. And because I hear it from him, I'm like, yeah, I am amazing. I can own that. I can decide that that's true for me. Now, if you don't have someone telling you that, it's totally fine. You get to be the one to tell yourself. And that's even more empowering. So I want you to consider why now, in terms of your self-worth, your identity, your self-esteem, what is the title of your self-story? Is it this, I'm not good enough, or is it, I'm a badass? And notice the difference in the energy of those two titles. If that was the book that you were writing about yourself, that you're not good enough, you can imagine that's probably not going to be a fun book to read, right? Like I probably wouldn't get many sales on Amazon. The title is terrible. Nobody would want to read a book about how you're not good enough. But if you titled the book, I'm a badass, People are going to want to know. People are going to want to read that, right? You're going to create in your life and in your business in such a different way if you believe that you're a badass versus you're not good enough. So the first thing that I want you to consider is what is your identity in terms of the title of the story that you've created for yourself? Do you like it? Do you want to keep it or do you want to change it? Now let's talk about why this is important. It may be obvious, but 
I want to make sure that I point this out to you in case you're not thinking along these lines. Your self-story shapes everything. It is literally the lens through which you make your decisions. So if you think of yourself as gold, as precious and invaluable, how do you treat yourself? Would you not do the things you said you would do? Would you beat yourself up with your words? Would you treat your partner or your child the way that you treat yourself every single day? No, I bet you wouldn't. You would take the utmost care of yourself in every single way. You would show up as the master of you. You wouldn't worry about other people's opinions. You wouldn't look for outside validation. You would make choices that took care of this most valuable thing that you have. I want you to think about this Like when you buy a new car or think about some other thing that you have purchased maybe recently that is really valuable to you. When you first get a new car, what happens is you make all these new rules for the car, right? Like nobody gets to eat in the car and we always pick up our trash and take it with us out of the car. Trash does not get left in the car. There's the car gets washed maybe every single week. I have a neighbor who I love dearly, but he vacuums his car every single day. Every single day that he comes home and gets out of the car, he has a shop vac right next to it where he parks and he vacuums it. The car is very valuable to him and he takes supreme care of it, right? So contrast that with a car maybe you've had for 10 years, or maybe that you didn't spend as much money on. And think about how much care you take with that car versus the brand new car that smells so good and is so clean and shiny and perfect and beautiful. The car that you've had for 10 years is maybe a little bit of a junker. You might not consider taking as good of care of. Like probably everybody's eating in it. Maybe there's trash that gets left in it. Maybe there's all kinds of stuff that's just like a cluttered mess. And then you probably don't wash it as often, right? Like maybe you don't vacuum it out. It hasn't been vacuumed out in maybe a year or you don't get it detailed. The point is how you value something is the way that you will take care of it. If you value something very high, if it's very precious to you and you, you want to take good care of it versus if something is not very valuable to you, you're like, eh, it's fine. You don't really put a lot of time or attention or effort into the care that you're taking with it, right? So when you decide your worth, and if you decide that your worth is priceless, you will treat yourself through this priceless lens. And just imagine if you did that, what would you not be doing today that you are doing if you thought you were priceless? What would you do differently tomorrow if you knew and believed with your whole heart that you're priceless? How would your life look different? What would be on your schedule? Who would get your time? Where would you live? What would you be doing in your business? Your 24 karat gold self-worth is an entirely different experience of your life and how you treat yourself than the cubic zirconium version, right? The more you value yourself, the more you're going to take care of yourself. And I think this is entirely one of the problems where we let ourselves go. And so many of us working moms do this. And then it just becomes a habit and a pattern. And we don't 
We have a hard time breaking ourselves of it. We put ourselves at the bottom of the ladder because we don't value ourselves at the level that allows us to take such good care of ourselves. So if you're not taking care of your physical body, if you're not scheduling time to take care of that or your mental or emotional health, if you just don't have time in your schedule for you, I would have you stop for a second and question, what is your level of value in yourself? What I believe to be true is if I value myself so much, I get my time on my calendar first. I am the first thing that goes on there every single week. Now, of course, that's just my thinking and my way of believing, but I know that if I'm invaluable, if I genuinely believe that I'm priceless, then the act of supporting myself with that is that I take high quality care of myself. So how do you become a self-worth alchemist? Your own self-worth is really your keystone relationship. It's the most important relationship that you have, and it's what I would consider to be your golden relationship because the way that you view yourself is how you see yourself shapes how you see everyone else in your life, your husband, your partner, your kids, your mom, your friends, all of them. So when you clean up your thoughts about you and when you believe wholeheartedly that your self-worth is intact, that it's 100%, it's so much easier to accept and value every other relationship in your life. And you will go after everything that you want in your life because you know you're worth it. And here's one other thing that I want you to consider. If you have a desire for something in your life, that desire is worth acknowledging and going after. It's not selfish. You don't have to feel guilty about the desire. You were given the desire for a reason And I would offer that you should act on it, on implementing whatever that desire is. Your relationship to your own life, to your time, to your money will turn to gold when your relationship to yourself does. I want you to stop and think about that. Your relationship to your own life, to your time, and to your money will turn to gold when your relationship to yourself does. This is the keystone relationship, not just in other people, but in other relationships that you have. You have a relationship with time. You have a relationship with money. And how I know that is because you have thoughts about it. And if you believe that you are invaluable, that your self-worth is intact, you will treat your life, you will treat your time and your money as such. Now, I want to make sure that I point this out. This does not mean that you're arrogant or egocentric. What that means when you're being arrogant or egocentric, what that really means is that you're thinking that you're better than someone else. And it assumes that you can't have amazing thoughts about you and other people at the same time. That is not true. And in fact, what I want you to see here is that the more amazing your thoughts about you, the easier it is to access amazing thoughts about anyone else in your life. So at this point, you might be like, yeah, Neil, I'm on board. (laughs) I want this 24 karat gold self-worth. But my self-story right now is that one that's titled, I'm not good enough, or I'm a failure, or I'm somehow less than or damaged. How do I create the story where I'm the badass, where that's my title? And so what you're really asking me is, how do I think 24 karat gold thoughts about myself? And here's my answer. 
You decide. You decide how you want to think about you, and then you practice it. Do you know those signs that people put on their cars that say "precious cargo on board"? I want you to picture that sign tattooed on your forehead every single time you look in the mirror, and I want you to consider asking yourself each day. What does this 24 karat gold, or better yet, I looked up, I googled what the most precious stone was. It's a blue diamond. What does the blue diamond version of me choose to think of me right now, today? This is how you'll begin to evolve your thinking about you, create rock solid self worth that is unshakable. This is the well that will spring forth all of your wealth. In your money, in your time, in your business, and in the life that you want to live. If you are precious cargo, how do you treat you? What is the title of the story that you tell yourself every single day? You have to practice that on purpose. If it's not the title that you want, you are precious cargo. You are invaluable. There is only one you. You really are a unicorn. You are the snowflake unicorn. Nothing you do or don't do can change this. And knowing that, what are you going to go after this week because of it? Now, if this podcast episode resonates with you, maybe even it lit a little fire for you or within you. I want you to know it's exactly the kind of topic that I teach and coach on in my group coaching program called the Productive and Peaceful Life. I'm so excited about this program. It incorporates everything that has led to my own success and my clients' successes over the past year to create a schedule where you can flow through your work and your life with ease. If you're a side hustler, this program will teach you how to create more in the hours you have for your business each week and do it in a really energizing, sustainable way, so that you don't end up blaming your side gig for not enough time and resenting it and quitting on it. This is exactly the process that I used to create a six-figure side hustle while I was still in my corporate job, getting my master certification, taking care of myself and my family, and not burning out or feeling depleted. And if you're already a six or seven-figure entrepreneur or well on your way to that, and you're starting to feel the strain of your business on your life, like it's overcoming your life and you don't know how to get back in balance. In the productive and peaceful life, you will learn how to become the CEO of your time, your work, and your life, so that you can grow your business while still living the life of your dreams. If you want more information on the productive and peaceful life program, you can visit my website at www.neilwilliams.com and apply for one of the spots. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye.